your Locked On Hurricanes, your daily podcast on the Carolina Hurricanes, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey there, everyone. I am your host, Jared Ellis, and you are listening to Locked On Hurricanes on the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And this episode from the iOS App Store and find one of our Locked On Rooms, Locker Room, changing the way we talk sports. And in today's episode, guys, um, we will be discussing um, the Carolina Hurricanes' um, recent performance on the ice. You know, they had a three-game skid. Uh, now they appear to have bounced back, um, along with some goaltending controversy, to say the least. Um, and then the big news story of today regarding referee Tim Peel, uh, a lovely thorn in the side of the Carolina Hurricanes over many years. Uh, But before we get into all that, I want to make sure uh, to remind you to follow uh, the Locked on Hurricanes podcast on Twitter at LO underscore Hurricanes. Give it a like over on Facebook at Locked on Hurricanes podcast. And you can follow me on Twitter at Jared Ellis underscore 96. Now, moving on into the Hurricanes' recent performance. Um, Yeah, they just won against Columbus the other night. You know, Great stuff. Ned, uh, he got his second career shutout. Hurricanes won 3 nothing. You know, played the way that we know that they can play. Yeah, that's great. We'll be talking about more uh, about that here in a minute. But what I want to talk about is that three-game skid that they had. You know, starting in Detroit, uh, where, you know, they were riding a nine-game win streak. Going into that, they should have um, extended that to a franchise-best 10 game win streak because they had tied the previous franchise best um, at that point um, and then yeah they get in there and they do not play the way that they are capable of um, they made uh, the Detroit goaltender uh, for that game I forget who was playing look like a million bucks like the Hurricanes they just did not get anything that going that game um, and ended up dropping a game to the Red Wings, uh, which not a lot of people do. Uh, a lot of people beat the Red Wings, uh, which crazy thing about the Red Wings, I think maybe they went into that game with a little bit of fire under them because they just came off a win against Tampa. Um, so again, one of those, you know, like what just happened here, you know, kind of losses for Tampa. Um, and then we had the same thing in Detroit's next game. And then moving on to Columbus, you know, the Hurricanes were at home, um, and, you know, they ended up losing to Columbus at home, which doesn't happen often. The Hurricanes don't lose at home very often, especially this season. They've been playing phenomenally at home. Um, and then that was the game where uh, Jordan Martinuk had his really candid uh, intermission interview uh, where he was very uh displeased to put it lightly um about the hurricanes performance in the first period um it was his 400th career game too um you know obviously congratulations on that i know it's a little belated now uh but you know that you know really looked bad in that first period they really really looked bad uh then they came out you know with some fire um and took the lead um in the second you know 
all that. I think I'm actually getting games confused now. Uh, I think I'm getting that one confused with the overtime game. Yeah, uh, but yeah, they end up losing uh, in regulation to Columbus, and then you know what I'm talking about now, the overtime game, which is the one that's kind of fresh on everybody's mind. Um, yeah, they came out great in the second, um, and then in the third as well, and then forced overtime, and then uh, Dougie Hamilton, you know, he had the overtime game-winning goal, but then it was called back because he is barely offsides, um, which I'm glad, you know, that stuff is getting called that are penalties, um, especially with, you know, everything that happened earlier on in the season, uh, but, yeah, that one definitely stung, and then, you know, it going to shoot out, um, and then, uh, singing, yeah, we got this in the bag, Hurricanes never lose in shootouts, uh, Columbus is trash in shootouts, uh, so, and then, yeah, we come out, score right away, yes, Fetch gets his, um, and then, you know, Columbus misses a few, but we also miss a few, um, and we're like, ah, crap, and then, I believe it was Patrick Laine who tied it up, um, and we're like, okay, you know, of course he would tie it up, um, and then I forget who scored the game winner for Columbus, uh, but that one definitely stung because we had literally won the game, uh, but then it got called back. Um, but then they definitely came out with some fire um, the other night uh, with Ned uh, getting his second career shutout, which is great. I hope they can really keep this momentum going that they have building right now, um, especially Alex Nedeljkovic. Um Everyone was really pleased with him. Rod Burnham was saying, you know, how um, he doesn't see why he wouldn't get more games under his belt. Uh, but before you know, we dive into the goaltending situation for the Hurricanes, I want to tell you guys about Locker Room. I mentioned them on the top of the episode, but I want to talk to you about them some more. Now, of course, this episode um, is brought to you by Locker Room, and you may be asking yourself, what is Locker Room? Um... But Locker Room is the perfect place to talk, to start or join conversations about the league. It is the first social audio platform made for sports fans. Um, again, the app is free to download on all iOS devices. And once you're in, you can talk with fans, athletes, and insiders in real time about your favorite team or sport. And again, you'll find fans just like you or me on Locker Room for watch parties, debates, post-game breakdowns, and of course reacting to the biggest news or rumors there is of course a lot of news going on today and you can even find other locked on hosts from across the nba mlb and nhl and once i figure it out i'll be joining the app as well um so be sure to get started and i will meet you there uh now go download the free locker room app now like i said currently available on all ios devices be sure to create a profile Link your Twitter and join the NFL, MLB, or NHL networks, or groups, excuse me, uh, or all of them if you want, for the latest league updates. I know you will find a ton of incredible rooms around your favorite teams and leagues. I can't wait to join you on the app, and I'll be sure to let you know once Locked On Hurricanes Room is live. Download the Locker Room app today, guys. Locker Room changing the way we talk sports. And March Madness is in full swing. I know everyone's brackets are busted right now. Uh, but I'll tell you one bracket that, you know, 
maybe isn't as busted as that, and that is, of course, the Built Bar Madness copy. Uh, we've been telling you about Built Bar, the best-tasting protein bar on the market for a while now. Built Bar is amazing, low-calorie, low-sugar, high-protein, high-fiber, amazing-tasting protein bar with 100% chocolate on all bars. Now, it's time to figure out which Built Bar is the best of them all, and it is, of course, Built Bar Madness. They have been having a bracket go on their website for quite a while now, guys, um, and there have been some upsets. I know a lot of people were upset when the Churro Puff uh bar lost one of their matchups um but today's matchup um is cookies and cream versus coconut almond um now i can tell you right now um cookies and cream better wipe the floor with coconut almond i did not think coconut almond would make it as far as it has but it has i mean it may not be my cup of tea but it's evidently a lot of people's cup of tea um but i of course will be voting for cookies and cream in that matchup guys um but you go do um your vote um and to do that you'll go over to builtbar.com or at built or excuse me at bar underscore built on twitter and remember to use the promo code locked 15 to get 15 percent off your next order that's locked 15 to get 15 percent off your next order at builtbar.com and check back to see who's won today's matchup and who will be the best tasting protein bar and i'll tell you what it better be cookies and cream that wins today guys um but after you get done uh with your matchup after you get done listening to Today's episode, make sure you get all the sports news you need in under 20 minutes with the Locked On Today podcast. Host Peter Bukowski hosts updates on the latest news in every major sport with the help of our local experts. Follow the Locked On Today podcast wherever you get your podcasts. Um, Now, heading on into the Alex Nadelkovich situation, he has been playing fantastic. Um, You know, in my opinion, uh, I was very critical of him early on, you know, because, um, you know, especially last season, like, he didn't really look good in his showings last season, uh, and then his first couple of this season, you know, he didn't look too hot either, and I was like, oh, God, you know, James Reiner's gonna get overworked, and, you know, it's not gonna be good, uh, but Ned has really came into his own as really being an absolute stud in between the pipes for the Hurricanes, um, Sarah Sivian of The Athletic wrote a fantastic article about that yesterday, so if you can, go read that. Um, I'll make sure I tweet that out. Um, but, you know, she did bring up, you know, a good question. You know, is Ned the starter? Um, because he has definitely been playing um, like a starting goaltender. Uh, and it's definitely something I'm torn on because, you know, Peter will obviously be coming back soon. You know, he's gotten the pins taken out of his thumb. You know, medically, he has been cleared. It's just whenever he feels comfortable um, coming back. Um, and so you're going to have him coming back probably sooner rather than later. I thought he would probably be back already, but you know, he's not. But I expect him to be back any day now, really. Um but, you know, whenever he decides to come back, you know, that's going to be interesting because James Reimer has also been p- 
playing really well for the Hurricanes. You know, he's kept him in a lot of games. I know, like I said, you know, sometimes stats may say uh, a different story, but, you know, if you watch the games, a lot of times the third period when he cranks it up to 11, you know, he has won games for the Hurricanes. Uh, but he has also gave up some really soft goals and shown you know, why he's more of a number two guy, you know, not you know the number one guy. Um, and Ned, you know, he has finally become what the Hurricanes wanted when they drafted him years ago, back in 2014, uh, same year I graduated high school. Uh, makes me feel a little bit old. Uh, but he's finally becoming that guy because it's no secret. And, you know, ever since Cam Ward left the Hurricanes, uh, the Hurricanes have struggled to find, um, you know, a number one guy. Obviously, you know, they had Peter um, and, you know, all that other and those uh, other guys, McElhaney, um, you had Forsberg in for a while. Um, and then, of course, Reimer and Ned. Um, you've had these guys in, but it hasn't been super consistent. You're like you you haven't had that true, true number one guy. You know, like that's your franchise goalie. You know, he's obviously in Vancouver now, but how Braden Holtby was for the Capitals, how Henrik Lundqvist was for the Rangers, um, how Jonathan Quick you know, has been for the Kings. You know, they haven't had you know that guy um, since. Cam Ward left a few years ago, um, but now with Ned being here, you know, is and is he the guy now? Um, he's being what they have wanted him to be, um, and he's on a one-way contract, you know, this year, uh, so you know he can't necessarily get sent to Chicago. You know, he's kind of where he is. Uh, so I know I was also very concerned, you know, when he got placed on waivers, you know, I'm like, is this the end, you know, for him now, you know, ended up, you know, doing a little bit of research on that, you know, in that article, you know, it said that was for the purpose of putting him on the taxi squad, okay, you know, that's fine, you know, kind of similar situation to Jake Gardner, but you do that now, he's getting picked up by somebody in a heartbeat, I'm still surprised Jake Gardner didn't get picked up, to be honest, but I think they, everyone was kind of aware of his injury issues there um but you can't put ned on waivers now you know because you know he's going to get picked up he has been playing fantastic um and say you were to put reimer on waivers to put him on the taxi squad i guarantee he gets picked up as well um so i know the hurricanes can have three goalies on their roster this year so they're not necessarily pressed to do something right away but it'll be interesting um, because the Hurricanes, you know, at the end of the day, you know, I've said it before, say it again, they're going to have to make a decision about goaltending sooner rather than later. Peter and James are both UFAs at the end of the season. Ned is an RFA. So you got to do something. You have to do something for these for these guys. Um, you know, what that is. I don't know. I think, you know, they'll probably keep Ned around and I think at the end of the day they'll probably keep Peter over James, but you know, we'll we'll see. Yeah, that's way down the road. You know, we still have the trade deadline coming up. There's been a lot of trade rumor circulations around the Hurricanes, you know, with Eric Stahl, um and stuff like that. You know, do you send, you know, James up to Buffalo? I saw someone mention that on Twitter. 
um, you know, a uh, little swap there, you know, Sabres definitely need a goalie, uh, one of theirs just got hurt, you know, do you trade a goalie, and, you know, a lot of stuff going on there, um, but, you know, that's just something we'll have to see in time, guys, um, there's no telling what will happen there, um, but, you know, there are games happening today, you know, with college basketball, um, Everyone's been enjoying college basketball, and the best way to uh, bet on those games is, of course, Bet Online. Bet Online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your sports actions. Football might be over, but NBA, college basketball, and NHL are all in full swing. Um, like I said, college basketball is going on right now. You had the NCAA men's, NCAA women's, uh, the NIT tournament, whole bunch of stuff going on right now with that, and of course, whole bunch of NHL games as well. NBA, of course, as well, uh, and Bet Online even covers awards, TV shows, and reality TV with real-time updated odds and props on almost anything you can imagine. Uh, Bet Online has you covered for all the news, scores, and odds. It's the best way to place your bets, and it's free to sign up, guys. Head on over to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. When you use promo code locked on and make sure you use that promo code of locked on when you head on over to that website betonline.ag uh, or use your mobile device to sign up to receive that 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. Bet Online, your sports book expert. Um, and, you know, fantasy hockey is still going on right now. You may need, you know, something with a trade. You know, you may have had, um, you know, injury or whatever. Now you can get the upper hand in your fantasy league with the daily fantasy hockey advice from Locked On Fantasy Hockey. Fantasy hockey expert Scott Cullen gives you the tips, insights, and analysis for season-long dynasty and DFS leagues. Follow Locked On Fantasy Hockey podcast on the radio.com app or wherever you get your podcast, guys. Um, Now, the big news for today was referee Tim Peel. Uh, he has been a thorn in the side for the Hurricanes for many years. Um, yeah, he was set to retire in um, sometime next month. I want to say it was towards the end of next month. Uh, but he was caught on a hot mic uh, between the matchup between Nashville and Detroit um, the other night. Or actually last night, not the other night because they did this fast. Uh, but he will no longer be working NHL games. Uh, National Hockey League, NHL, put out this statement, uh, quote, Nothing is more uh, important to ensuring the integrity of our game. Uh, NHL Senior Exec Vice President uh, Colin Campbell said, uh, Tim Peel's conduct is in direct contradiction to the adherence to the cornerstone principle that we demand of our officials and that our fans, players, coaches, and all those associated with our game expect and deserves. There is no justification for his comments, no matter the context or his intention, and the National Hockey League will take any and all steps necessary to protect the integrity of our game. End quote. Um, so Tim Peel will no longer be working any games now or in the future for the NHL. Um, now, obviously that's good. You know, because Peel, you know, he was caught on a live mic saying, It wasn't much, but I wanted to get a 
effing penalty against Nashville early in the, you know, trails off. Um, so, you know, it's definitely something you want, you know, refs to be held accountable. I think, you know, everybody wants that. Um, I've seen people saying, you know, refs should, you know, hold media availability, you know, just like players and coaches. I think that could help them. Um, but I do think the NHL is making an example out of Tim Peel. Um, obviously, it is worth noting he wasn't fired, so I do think he'll uh, still get his retirement benefits and all that you know, next month. Um, because they didn't say he was fired, they just said he'll no longer be working games. Um, but yeah, it's definitely good to see accountability there, you know, even because it's something that everybody knows refs have been doing makeup calls all the time, regardless of the sport, whether it's hockey, basketball, football, whatever. Everybody knows refs do makeup calls. Um, and it's nice to see, you know, one finally get caught. Um, but at the end of the day, I do think it's not really going to change anything, um, the refs are still going to do it, regardless of the sport. Um, and I think they're really just more concerned about getting caught rather than calling the game like it should be. Um, so it is what it is. You know, like I said, I'm glad, you know, he's being held accountable for his actions. You know, again, it's something we all know has been done forever. They just finally caught someone doing it on a hot mic. Uh, but... I do think, you know, in an effort to hold, you know, people accountable for what they're doing out there, yeah, I think media availability is probably the best bet because, you know, they're going to figure out where the mics are and whatnot. Like, that's, they're just afraid of getting caught in that situation. That's really not going to do anything. Um, or they just won't say what they're doing, you know, because he said it. You know, they may, they'll probably still do it. They just won't say it, you know, if that makes any sense there. Um, but I do think that holding media availability, you know, could, you know, help, you know, straighten things out a little bit. Um, but at the end of the day, you know, you shouldn't have refs doing makeup calls like that just for the sake of calling a penalty. Um, you know, essentially, you know, influencing the outcome of the game. Um, because, I know a lot of people say like, oh, yo, makeup call can't influence the outcome of the game. It's just a makeup call, you know, blah, blah, blah. But you never know. You know, someone may go to the box, team scores a power play, go, and it could be late in the game. Or you never know. It may not necessarily be late in the game. It may just, that team may just go up one nothing, And boom, you know, that ends up being the final score. Had that makeup call not been made, then that team never gets a goal. Um, just call the game down the middle. Um, I think definitely what the NHL needs to do, they need to revamp their training for the refs. Obviously, I know, you know they get good training and all that stuff. Um, I'm not saying that they don't, uh, but revamp some of that stuff um, and then institute better replays. I think everybody agrees that the replays need to be better in the NHL. Um, and they really need to uh, start doing a lot more replays. I know sometimes you know, it can get a little annoying. Um, and then, you know, in the case of the Hurricanes overtime winning goal, getting pulled back, you know, that got pulled back on a replay. Um, 
and that is what it is. You know, he was offsides. I'm not going to argue that he wasn't. You know, it was close, but he was offsides. Um, and the right call was made there because he was. Um, but, you know, I think they really need to do some work uh, there to hold everybody accountable, make sure this stuff gets called as evenly and fairly as possible. But at the end of the day, We'll see what happens. You know, I don't expect there to be like some massive revolution out of this. Um, but that is what it is. But yeah, at the end of the day, you know, someone got held accountable for you know making bogus calls. Uh, so that's good. Uh, but yeah, that does it for today's episode, guys. Um, tomorrow we'll be discussing um, the next game for the Hurricanes. Um, I believe that's yet another game against the Columbus Blue Jackets. you got to love uh, these four-game stretches against teams this season. Uh, but we'll be discussing that as well as any other news to come out of this situation, any more goaltending controversy news. You guys know the drill. Anything that comes out about the Hurricanes will be talked about here on this show. And that does it for today's episode, guys. Make sure you follow the Twitter at LO underscore Hurricanes, at Jared Ellis underscore 96. And give the show a like on Facebook at Locked on Hurricanes Podcast. And I will talk to you guys tomorrow. Peace.